dozen roses, glass of wine, slippers and PJs, feeling fine. Advice is nice. It's advice by the fireplace. With Dan, Lila, Karen. CJLO. 1690. Welcome back. Welcome back to yet another episode of Advice by the Fireplace. Turn my music down as I do every week. Too loud. Mr. Piano Man, play us a quiet song. It's Montreal, Quebec, Canada, where we're recording this, in the CJLO Studios, Concordia University. We're grateful to be here. It's a beautiful sunny day. I got a burn. I got a sunburn right on my shoulders. And my little nose. I hope you're enjoying yourself. And I hope you're ready for an hour of advice, of love, of calm, and of peace. P-E-A-C-E. You're not getting pieces of anything. We're not giving you, we're not physically going to give you anything. This is a radio show, a.k.a. a podcast (laughs) for the kids, a.k.a. a audio movie. I guess movies have audio. Never mind. But this is a radio show. I am Dan Lila. I'll be your host for the next, oh, I don't know, hour. Minus a minute or two. (laughs) That's my new laugh. (laughs) Nobody likes it. But I keep laughing because I feel good. I feel good this week. I've been... Educating myself, I went to a museum earlier, earlier today. I love a museum because you're never wrong, you know? I don't, I don't lay down dates. I don't say who the artist was or when it was painted. You know what I do? I I talk about how I feel. I walk in front of a big blue painting with a red stripe in it. And I say, hmm, this one fills me with rage. And who I'm with can't say I'm wrong. They say, oh, interesting. And I say, yes, hmm, I love museums. I go to another piece. I say, oh, this one's very sensual. And they say, wow, I didn't pick up on that. And I say, well, that's what I see. And then I give them a little wink. Unfortunately, I'm with a tour guide. They don't like when I wink at them. Especially because I go, wink, as I wink. And I yell it. I try to do it quietly on the mic. I yell it, usually. But folks, I had a big meal today. Oh, it was delicious. I went to a restaurant. I ate. I filled my belly. And eating 
is incredible. We need to do it, don't we? I know I do. I don't know. I, I guess I'm weird. Around three times a day. I don't know. I know I'm crazy. I like eating. But you know what I like even better? Cooking for someone. You know? Filling up their bellies and their souls. There's nothing better you can do for somebody than cooking them a meal. A snack. A taste. A morsel. Anything. If you did it with your hands, what a gift. (laughs) I didn't always used to think this, you know. I used to be, I'll say it, rude. I treated waitstaff like dirt. Worse than dirt. I'd I'd go to a restaurant. I'd I'd say, a table for two, please. And I'd pull up a chair for me and a chair for some dirt. And I'd say, dirt, would you like something? And I'd go, come here, waiter, you jerk. I would treat the waiter worse than dirt. I'd kiss the dirt at the end of the night. I'd say, this was a wonderful night. And the waiter would say, can I get you anything to go? And I'd say, get out of here. I was so rude to waiters. Not anymore. Not anymore. (sighs) Brings me great shame. I remember. I remember being so rude. I remember going to a breakfast place and I said the worst things. Let me take you through it. I remember going to a restaurant, calling the waiter over and saying, excuse me. Sorry, I don't want to bother you. I was one of those customers. You know, I'd say, excuse me. I don't want to bother you, but I did. I'd say, I I ordered the ultra deluxe breakfast feast platter. I don't know if you remember. There's a lot of problems, okay? This is not what I ordered. I don't know where to start with this thing. I was so rude. I'd say, look, these eggs. Okay, this Western omelet, it's unsafe. I almost choked on the tiny cowboy hat, you know? It's very cute, but you should tell people it's not edible. And the second option, I wanted my eggs runny, okay? These ones are just, they're just doing stretches, various warm-ups. I thought these eggs would uh, pick up the pace a little bit, you know? These are the most out-of-shape eggs I've ever seen. They've never ran a day in their life. When I said these potatoes I ordered, these potatoes are rock hard. Okay. And you know what else? These rocks I ordered? Potato soft. I can't eat these. I can't eat these rocks. The sweet potatoes? They're hurting my teeth. They're so sweet. What is this, breakfast or dessert? I said. And what's with these golden hash browns? These hash browns? You know, it's been 45 minutes. I'm not feeling a body high. Nothing. Same goes for the magic mushrooms, eggs, Benedict. You know what? I think you got some bunk stuff, okay? Here's what I said. I said, come here, come here. I think your stuff is bunk. Some real, some real boz skags, you know what I mean? Well, except for the, except for the DMT BLT. That one, whew, I think that one's kicking in. Okay. I said, oh, there's no drugs in this food? Well, hmm, I better be charged less. And then the waiter said, well, I'm so... And I said, I'm not done. I'm not done. I ordered breakfast sausage. And this? This is clearly an early supper sausage. I can't eat a sausage like this before 4 p.m. Are you kidding me? Also, I ordered back bacon. What is this? This is lower back bacon. At best. Honestly, you know what it is? Let's be honest. This is ass bacon. I'm sorry to be so rude. This, that's what it is. It's ass bacon. I didn't want this. Also, I uh, said it came with a slice of ham. 
Okay, this is slattery. This isn't ham. It's slattery. I wanted the star of Madman, not a supporting cast member. Where's my ham? All right, let's move on to the bread. I asked for Texas toast. You didn't have that. Fine. I said, then, can I get Rhode, I uh, Rhode Island rye? You remember. You didn't have that. I said, fine. What about a Washington wheat? No. A West Virginia white? Uh-uh. I mean, you didn't even have a Pennsylvania pumpernickel. I can't believe this. I can't believe... Is this or is this not a bakery? Oh, it's not. Well, still. You should have it. And, of course, there was this mix-up. I do, I do see how this happened. This fun little mix-up. You know. I see you ended, bring, you ended up bringing me a French muffin and English toast. Do you see a French muffin and English toast? Do you see where the switch happened? You obviously switched them. Because, of course, what I ordered was an English French and some muffin toast. And you switched it. Not great. Easy mistake to make, but still. Also, I asked for one very berry pancake. And this very berry pancake does not have very many berries. I'm, I'm very disappointed. Also, I just I, I asked for a thin, plain pancake. Just a thin, plain pancake, and it's been making eyes at me. It said a few remarks I didn't appreciate. I'll be honest, it's being a real creep. It's being a real creep, creep, okay? I don't, I, I, I don't like it. Also, also, I asked for the maple syrup to be real, and it's been, it's been very emotionally distant with me. A lot of walls, it's cracking jokes. Like, I'm just trying to get a real connection here, you know? It's giving me nothing. I wanted real syrup. Also, look, I ordered a cup of tea. You gave me a glass of Q. I didn't want this. And I told you, I said, I like my coffee like I like my face before bedtime. Full of cream. Okay? This coffee, this is like my face when I wake up. It's like crusty and gross, and it's creamless. I'm not paying for any of this. And then I would get up and I'd leave. This brings me great shame. I'll be honest, I'll never treat people like that ever again. Because I'm all about love, compassion, and care. And that's the ethos for Advice by the Fireplace here at CJLO 1690 AM. Every Wednesday at 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. This is what we do. Folks, we're going to take a little break in a moment. And we're going to bring on a very special guest, a very special guest on the telephone. The telephonino, if it's small. We're going to hear some ads, we're going to hear some promos, and then we're going to be back with this guest. Oh my god, look, we've had two, two incredible guests in a row these past two weeks. And this is, we're three for three. I'm not, I'm not, he hasn't even come yet. We're three for three. And yes, I am kind of burping right now as I talk. I'm like an old dad. We went, uh, we went up north the other night. <coughs> anyway, none, I promise no more of that. Um, let's go to an ad. Let's go to a break. I'm going to call him up. We'll see if we can get our special guest on the phone. And we'll be right back with a little bit more advice by the fireplace right after this. 
Montreal, the most important festival for digital creativity and electronic music in North America, returns for its 23rd edition at the Cartier de Spectacle. From Tuesday, August 23rd to Sunday, August 28th, vibe to the rhythm of more than 100 local and international artists, such as Karina Barbary, Cora Nova, Koreatown Acid, Luke Slater, Max Cooper, and Nicola Cruz. Mutech also has a program dedicated to professionals with its Mutech Forum and Market, which consists of four days of exchange and events around digital creation. The complete lineup and tickets at a preferential rate are now available at montreal.mutech.org. Tune in to Mo Read Mo Radio for some amazing jams from the worlds of Latin American rhythmic music. Saturdays at 5 p.m. only on CGL. Push that button. How about this one? Say something quick. The security guard coming. What? Say something quick. Say what? The Caribbean Callaloo, the two times award winning show on CJLO, 1690 on your AM dial every Saturday from 2 p.m. till 4 p.m. 514-848-7471. Who's that girl boy? <laughs> you can't talk, but you can see her. CJLO, 1690 AM. We're back. We're back. With advice by the fireplace and a very special guest, I think. We're still new to the show. I think I patched him through or I sent him on a wild phone goose chase. But I'm going to set him up anyway. This man is an incredible comedian here in Montreal. He's a writer. He's a performer. He's a wonderful man. Let's see if he's on the other line. Give it up for the one, the only Mr. Jared Rockwell. Hey, that's my name. Oh, there he is. How are you, Jared? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Dan? I'm excellent. I'm wonderful on this Wednesday. Can you hear the music? I sure can, and I love it. (laughs) Wonderful. I know we have a full piano player. I pay him an hour a week. He plays the same song over and over. But that's what we pay him for, you know? It's just amazing that someone can support themselves on an hour a week of piano playing, you know? I pay him a lot. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to brag. It's too much. <laughs> he's He's got me over a barrel, if I'm honest. He, he deserves it. Listen to that. It's true. It's beautiful. So, Jared, let me ask you a question. How is stand-up comedy treating you? <laughs> it is a thing that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Only stand-up? Do you ever uh, do you ever do improv, sketch, storytelling? Do you ever film things? Why stand-up? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I, I was when I was in uh, when I was in high school. I had a creative writing teacher who, for the uh, humor semester, uh, everybody else was writing short stories and, and and short films and things like that. And she goes, Jared, I know you're interested in stand-up comedy, so your semester grade will be based on you going and performing in front of these other classrooms and did our uh, kind of like poetry open mic night at the at the high school. Mm. Mm. And how did that go? Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it. Incredible. Fucked immediately. 
and you never looked back, did you? Sure didn't. Unless you heard something that was behind you. Just in general. That would make you look back. All right, forget I said that. Let me ask you one other question before we get into this. This is an advice show. We're going to be giving my listeners some wonderful advice. How do you feel about giving advice? Are you confident in your advice abilities? Dan, I love two things in this life, stand-up comedy and giving unsolicited advice. So actually, knowing that people have written in asking for this kind of turns me off a little bit. Well, they didn't know you were going to be here. They sent it to me and a random guest. So technically, from you specifically, it is a little bit unsolicited. I'm trying to find the positive here. You know what? I respect the silver lining. Thank you. My pleasure. Okay, look. uh, I feel like my audience knows you. I know you. I love you. Let's get into the advice. How do you feel? Are you ready for it? Yes, sir. (laughs) I love that energy. All right. This is coming in. Our first one's coming in from Josephine Scat. All the way from Chuckville, South Dakota. So we got listeners pretty far away. This is incredible. This is a real advice question. So she says this. Dear Advice by the Fireplace. My son-in-law is a very bright, well-spoken young man. But he gestures with his hands when he's talking. This may be an accepted style in Italy. But I'd always been taught that using your hands to help make a point was a demonstration of lazy thinking. And that if an effort were made to choose the appropriate words the point would be relayed more effectively. How can I suggest to him that he keep his hands quiet when he's speaking without offending him? Love, Josephine Scat from Chuckville, South Dakota. Wow. Wow, how do we feel about this? Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff, Josephine. I'm glad you wrote in. I just, you know, before we dive into this, I gotta ask, like, what do you think the odds are that that the son-in-law is Italian? I know. That's one of my first questions. Was that a specific call out to him or just some nice general maybe racism? I can't tell. I don't think it's it's I don't think it's racism. I think that it is um what jingoism. It's it's definitely a different term because yeah. Now, anyway, we don't have to go into it right now. You know uh uh B35 that's bingoism. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're having fun. Um Josephine, <laughs> I think, personally, I don't know if you, the audience, obviously, listeners, you can't tell, my hands have been moving to and fro like a madman this whole time. I, I'm a, I'm, I talk with my hands. Jared, what about you? Oh, I'm, I'm surprised you can actually make me out because my phone is all over the room <laughs> with my arms, you know? <laughs> You're coming in and out. I can barely hear you, but I, 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 I completely understand. I've never once heard about this, uh, uh, you know, lazy thinking. Yeah. Not enough effort is made into uh, the words. I, I I don't know where Josephine found this. I don't know where she got this. I I don't know. Maybe maybe she didn't grow up in a Muppets household. Mm, maybe she grew up in a weird haunted house where there was only heads in jars. She sounds like it. Honestly, she sounds she sounds a little haunted, doesn't she? Well, we are talking about South Dakota here. Hey, oh, hey, hey don't get me started. Um, I you ever been? I've never actually been. I was offered a free trip. I said no way. Uh-uh. 
I don't do ghosts. I don't do ghouls. I'm not going to the South Dakota. We all know that's the thing South Dakota is famous for is being haunted. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> Everybody knows. You know, California, you go there for showbiz. Uh, uh, you know, Texas, you don't mess with it. Yep. South Dakota, there's ghosts and the goblins. You got it. You goblin. Okay. Personally, she finishes the letter with, how can I suggest to him that he keep his hands quiet when he's speaking without offending him personally? I don't think there's a way. I don't know what you're doing, Josephine. Like, I, I, I do. I, what? What was there a nice way to say I don't like the way you uh, express yourself? I don't think there is. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm with you. I think that there's. It's. It's. It's a coin, and both options. Like you can't have both sides of the coin. You know, you either are telling this person how to live their life, or you're being polite and not butting your nose where it doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. And you know what, jo- Josephine? Maybe your son-in-law doesn't like the way you speak. You know? Maybe he doesn't like the way you roll your R's. Or uh, the way you say, um. But he doesn't criticize you, does he? Does he, Jared? Sure hope not. I sure hope not, too. <laughs> so basically, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Personally, you might disagree with me. I say Josephine. Drop it. Lay off your son-in-law. Maybe these are other feelings. You don't think he's good enough for your daughter, whatever. I say this man, let him live his wonderful Italian life. I I agree. Hmm. All right. Good. That was easy. What do we think? Yeah. Anything to add? I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't want to talk to a ghost much longer. I I feel like uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, was that letter sent to us from the year, like, 1850? I'm just looking at the letter now. Oh, my God. It, mel- it, just, turned to, it just turned to ash in my hand. <laughs> and now there's a small tornado happening on top of me. Remember an 80s movie? I feel like 80s, 90s, that was the height of, like, a small tornado or weird cyclone of cloud and thunder and lightning happening right on top of somebody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't see that anymore. No, not not since Technicolor. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, here we go. This is this is letter number two coming all the way from Scrunt Lake, and this is written by Judy McMath and Science. Uh, so Judy needs our help. Are you ready, Jared? Of the Scrunt Lake Math and McMath and Sciences. Oh my God, they're a huge. They run things in Scrunt Lake. You can't throw a rock. Without hitting a McMath and Science building, you know? They're take they're swapping up land. They're picking it up like it's nothing. All right, here we go. Dear Advice by the Fireplace and Guest. Oh, shout out to Jared. I'm out. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I'm still going to read it. My nephew's daughter has been anxious to visit me. I live in a city where many like to vacation. She's one month away from turning 21. I told my nephew that she's very quiet and hasn't wanted to engage with me. He assured me that once we're one-on-one, she'd be very talkative. When she visited, she was mostly quiet and in her own head a lot. Sometimes it made me uncomfortable. I brought this to her attention, letting her know she'd be safe with me if she wanted to share what was on her mind. Her quietness continued. On the morning of her last day, she came out of the bathroom and immediately was anxiously packing when we had hours before leaving for the airport. I thought nothing of it. 
Later in the day, when I came home from taking her to the airport, I found that my full package of moist towelettes was 97% empty. She sneakily took them. I initially found this cute and had no issue with her taking them. But the following day, her actions made me feel uncomfortable. If she asked me, I would, with pleasure, give her the entire package, and she should have known this. I was very generous generous to her during her visit. Her plan to sneakily take them leaves me uncomfortable. Your thoughts, please. Love, Judy McMath and Science. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Forwards and backwards, wow. Wait, that's a word that's, that, what is that, a palindrome? It's the same forwards and back? Wow. That is a palindrome, which also should be a palindrome. Shouldn't it be like a... I, yeah, I agree. Pa- palinapple or something? Anyway. Yeah, you got it. Thank you. Uh, Judy, 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 no more moist towelettes for Judy. <laughs> Boy, you know, first off, let me say this, as an anxious person... Uh, if somebody said, hey, by the way, uh, you can share what's on your mind with me, I'd think, what is this person trying to get at? <laughs> well, Dan, you can always share what's on your mind with me. Mm, I don't like that. I don't like that. What is, what's Jared trying to, what's he trying to get money from me or something? What is this? You, do you have a five? I have, uh, I got five on it. All right. I'll see you later. Um, <laughs> but- I actually have a lot of thoughts about this one. Let me hear it, Jared. Um, I, I think if you know that you're going to just kind of say, hey, what's mine is yours, uh, and, and, and if all it takes is, is an ask, uh, but then you're upset that the person didn't ask before they took the thing, it really feels to me like uh, you're, it's a control thing. Like you, you just want to control the way that this person expresses themselves. And so um, not being totally comfortable asking for something that was going to be given to you freely anyway. I, I don't know. I, I think I think Judy's off a rocker on this one. <laughs> Jared, I completely agree. Off her rocker. I think, look, uh, I understand uh, you wish people were more comfortable with you, whatever. whatever. But this, this, this daughter-in-law, she's not taken... F- if she took a bunch of, uh, I don't know, toys, she took a bunch of food, that's one thing. If she had to take a bunch of moist towelettes, moist towelettes are probably—they're probably being used for something on the—I'm going to say—embarrassing side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What is she taking them to make a little uh, rope and climb down the bedroom uh, bathroom window? I don't think so. She's probably using them for—hmm. Let's just say a mess. I don't know. I don't know this lady. A mess. Fantastic <laughs> phrasing. So I think if it's like, she didn't ask me to use, uh, if she could use all my moist towelettes. It's like, well, maybe that's a pretty strange request coming from. Maybe put yourself in her shoes, Judy. This 20-year-old nervous lady talking to her aunt-in-law. Pretty tough. But, but, you know, let's take it a step further. And let's say that uh, she didn't have an immediate need for them. Obviously, if she had an immediate need for them, this is like an absurd conversation in the first place. But but who cares if they were going to be given freely anyway? She can use them to clean up a mess at a later date. Mm, that is oh, true. Well, let's. How far does that go? I mean, uh, if I say, "Hey, uh, she would have let me use her towel," so what? How how you know? Then I take the towel, I filth it up, 
Well, no, but you would you, you would have let me anyway, you know. The towel is going to go in a hamper and and presumably be hung up in the future. But a moist towelette has a single purpose and a single use. That's true. But well, I hang up my moist towelette sometimes. I mean, look, we've all done it, but it's not you know necessarily the norm. I put the would little. You, would you be offended if somebody, uh, let's say, borrowed a cup of sugar from you? without asking but they knew that you would have given it to them boy i really fumbled that one <laughs> well here's if they said if i was like hey come on over i'm i'm anxious to meet my new neighbor they came over i was like here i'm uh, come sit in my living room we were sitting down we talked about uh, i don't know a film we talked about the news i said let me just go to the bathroom i'll be right back i went to the bathroom i used a few moist towelettes like i always do i come back they say oh thank you for having me i gotta go they leave I realize, wait a second, my, my pantry's open. They took a bunch of sugar. I'm not going to lie. Maybe I would be a little weirded out. <laughs> Why didn't they ask to borrow that sugar? I would have given it to them. But wh- 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 why the secrecy? Now I'm starting to see Judy's... Now I'm starting to get on Judy's side here. And that was my plan all along. <laughs> oh my God. Wait a second. You're... Are you in the McMath and Science clan? Uh, 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 cousins of mine, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay, this is a conflict of interest, but I still need you to answer. So, look, moist towelettes, I think, I, I don't know. I don't think Judy's right to be uncomfortable. I mean, not to control her emotions, but you gotta drop this, Judy. I'd suggest drop it. What do you think, Jared? I just, I'm always so afraid of dropping things because one day you're going to have to pick them back up and and maybe it'll be a more uncomfortable conversation in the future. Mm. You're saying next time round two, the the daughter-in-law's over or the niece or whatever, she's over. Suddenly all the toothpaste is gone. Yeah. The third time, oh geez, uh, all my nail polish remover. Fifth time, the grandkids, you know, who knows? Fifth time, little Timmy. He's gone. Right from his spot in the bathroom where he always is. Why does yep. Timmy hang out in the bathroom so much? We gotta, we gotta socialize Timmy. We can ship him off to South Dakota. Oh, oh, oh spooky. <laughs> Did that sound like a wolf or someone being excited? Oh, I really heard wolf and I was like, okay, good. dang, what a good, good sound effect. Is Michael Winslow here with us? <laughs> Let me answer your question with another question. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to think of a sound effect yeah. that could seem like a question. Maybe like Scooby-Doo. Uh-huh. No, not great. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> All right. So, look, I think we figured this out. Judy, um, she's 20 years old, you know. She's having an awkward time. I remember when I was 20, I used a lot of weird bathroom products that I didn't want to tell my aunt-in-law or whatever. As much as it might come up in the future, might be awkward in the future, I say drop it. Like a dog playing with a toy too hard. Drop it. Can I get a cosign? Can I get a what what? What what? I said, can I get a cosign? No, okay. I, what? This I is a fun little bit. <laughs> we did the same joke. <laughs> so stupid. All right, we got one more, Jared. This is flying by. I'm not going to keep you too much longer, but we do have one more letter, and this is a doozy. I've heard of a don't see, but a doozy? 
We have to do this one. Are you ready? I wait with bated breath. <sighs> okay, breathe, breathe out, Jared. You don't don't hold your breath. Br please, please breathe. <sighs> okay, good. That scared that scared me. I've had too many I've had too many people faint <laughs> while on the other end of this phone call. This is written by Bobby St. James, all the way from Hangrytown, Alberta. Hmm. Have you ever been to Hangrytown? I've never, as far as Canada's concerned, I've never left Montreal, really. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Not even our neighbors to the East Ontario area. I don't think so. Mm, I drove through, I, did, wait, I, did, I went wait, to Niagara wait, once, wait and then I, I drove Sorry. to Wisconsin once, but I, yes. Um, just, just realized they're on the west. I yeah, I, I chose 50 50 <laughs> Our neighbors to the east, we are recording, of course, in Saskatoon. Okay. <laughs> forget it forget it our neighbors to the north america okay bobby st james hangrytown alberta she says this dear advice by the fireplace and jared rockwell wow she knew you were going to be here my workplace doesn't have a dress code so everyone dresses very casually today i was wearing a top with thin straps with long pants and my shoulders were showing one of my coworkers, brian was giving me angry looks all day, and when I finally asked asked him what's wrong, he told me he thought better of me than to dress in, quote, barely any clothes to work. At that moment, Brian was wearing pretty short shorts and was barefoot. He dressed like this the whole summer. The office is carpeted, and he only puts on his slippers if he's going to the bathroom or the kitchen. I told Brian that I'll start covering up my shoulders when he starts wearing shoes to the office. If I have to watch his hairy toes at work, he can deal with the sight of my shoulders. That, of course, didn't help, but he put on his headphones. Excuse me, that didn't help. He put on his headphones and didn't even look in my direction the rest of the workday. Now I'm wondering if I was wrong to say that. He is a co-worker, and I should thrive for good work relationships, but I felt insulted, so I kicked back at him. What do I do? Love, Bobby St. James. I, you know, I wish you had told me it was Bobby with a uh, with an I at the end because I I was expecting a totally different type of letter. Mm, but how well? I should. You're right. I should have. I should spell every name. Uh, B O B B I E actually. Oh, with an E. Huh? E at the end. You know what that means. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's an innuendo somewhere. Hey, oh. Um, e how do you feel about this one? I thought you'd never ask. Um, boy, personally, I, I don't like this Brian fellow. What kind of... Uh, barely any clothes to work? Oh, sorry. Shoulders are keeping you from your job. If it's so tough, if you can't handle shoulders at work, Brian, I think maybe you got to work from home, okay? Shoulders are acceptable at work. That's my state. If I run for mayor, this is my platform. No, I'm standing I, I, up I, I and I'm waving. Care. What do you think? I mean, geez. Uh, I've never been distracted by a co-worker's clothing, that's for sure. Because I'm a good worker. I got more important things to do. You got those uh, blinders on. But, you know, Dan, I'd, I would never comment on a woman's anything ever in the workplace ever for any reason. I don't <laughs> care if there's, like, something wrong. I would never <laughs> say anything. I agree. If a female coworker of mine is bleeding from the head, the forehead, if uh, 
there is a wild animal on top of her head, scratching her hair. I will tell her, if there's anything you need, you let me know, and I'll get back to my work. Yep. Yeah, I Brian sounds like an absolutely foul type of person, both for his willingness to comment on this and his feet. Um, <laughs> not even flip-flops. Like I know. And it's slippers. He puts on slippers to go to the bathroom. Like I'm, I, I'm not having any of this. I don't want to. I have an uncle named Brian. I'm probably never going to talk to him again. Like this is, I'm, I'm turned off of the name Brian entirely. I completely understand. I have a friend named Ryan. I'm not going to talk to him just because the name is close. This is how much I don't like <laughs> Brian. This is how much he's turning me off. Here's the thing. Um, doesn't have a dress code, so everyone dresses very casually. I'm I'm pretty sure if... I don't know Brian, you know? I don't know your uncle, and I don't know this uncle. But I'm pretty sure if a man showed up in a little tank top, he wouldn't say anything. Look, we're two lame men here. We can spot another... <laughs> no, not another. We could... I, I don't like this Brian guy. I I sense he's he's angry. He's got his own issues. He's got his own weird past. He's taking it out on... Uh, Bobby, I forgot her name. I say, Bobby, screw. I I very much respect thriving for good work relationships, being the bigger man. And I say that I know she's a woman. She's still the bigger man. Uh-huh. Uh, but also, damn right, you kick back. You kick Brian. You kick him right in his hairy feet. I know that I said with a very uh, definitive iron fist that I would never do something but I, I something just popped into my head which makes me wonder if there is some nuance to this and let, let me hear it oh so sorry but is Bobby the only woman working in the office right now that's a great question it doesn't say in the letter I'm going to assume not I don't know why uh, she doesn't talk about it being an especially small workplace uh, there's carpet you know what that means ants Aunts, uncles, there's a lot of people in this office. Uh, uh, uh. Why do you ask, though, Jared? Why do you ask? Well, for some reason, Brian has singled this uh, lady out, and it could be because she's dressed in a way that he seems provocative, but it could also be that she's dressed in a way that, like, literally no other woman in the office is dressed like, and maybe maybe it is distracting. How, how thin are these straps? I personally would never say anything about it, but mm. one must wonder, why has she been singled out? Mm. Well, you know what? One must not wonder. <laughs> I, I chose to wonder, and I wish I didn't do it publicly. Look, that's the thing about the devil. He advocates. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Look, that. I appreciate you getting Brian's side for a moment. I agree. Look, maybe these straps had... Maybe they looked like middle fingers. And he was offended. Maybe the straps had little uh, hate symbols on them. We don't know. We don't know. Bobby could be keeping that from us. Imagine little hate symbols all over these straps. I could understand why he wouldn't like it then. How do you feel about that, what I just said? Oh, no. I mean, I agree. It's it's unknown to us. <laughs> it's un- but, uh... That's the problem. A lot of unknowns when you're given advice. Yeah. But that's why I love to do it unsolicitedly. It's true. It's damn true. Um, Bobby, I'm going to say, personally, you go into work tomorrow, you wear whatever you want. You wear, you want to wear something uh, with thin straps again? Go for it. Sounds like if Bo- if this other, if Brian 
uh, ignores you the whole day. Sounds like a pretty good day to me. Am I right? I agree. I, I think in solidarity, I'll be uh, working in the nude tomorrow. <laughs> That's very kind of you. And you know what? From home, but... <laughs> bring your uncle by. Bring your Brian by. See if he uh, likes it. See if he comments on my... <laughs> and if he does, get send him my way. I got a few choice words for Brian. Aluminum. Aluminum. Uh, <laughs> that's a great. That's a great one. My uh, con- c- c- con- condescension. That's a fun four-syllable word. Uh, and there's others. Jared, we've reached almost the end of this show. Uh, not show, but your segment, because we have to go to a break soon. Yes, sir. Um, but I'd like to ask, maybe I should have asked you before, is there anything you'd like to plug? Is there anything you'd like to tell our wonderful listeners about yourself? You know, I uh, I will be at uh, Elementaire Cafe mm. in NDG on August 24th with some other great comics. That And I'm excited about that show. That's a wonderful show. That show is put together by former a uh, friend of the show, Walter J. Ling. Am I right? Yes, sir. That is going to be a great show. Come on, see Jared Walkwell. Wa- wa- oh, no, Jared Rockwell. He is one of the best in the biz. You're going to want to see him live before he's on Conan. Not a show anymore. Not a show. Conan's cast. Do you listen to Conan's podcast? Uh, I, I can't out of uh, the fact that Back in like 2015, I was like, you know what? I need to do a show called Jared Needs a Friend. And then oh uh, uh, never did it. And then he did his show and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, I com- <laughs> that is very frustrating. My God. Well, uh, you got a friend in me, Jared. Likewise. Uh, now let's duet that song as we go to a break. You've got a friend in... Oh, you didn't sing along. That's okay. That's That's okay. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for being here, Jared. I very much appreciate it. Uh, We'll see you soon, my friend. Yeah, be well. Take care. And that's it. We had Jared Rockwell on the phone. An incredible man. There's a lot of long pauses on that phone call. Was there a delay? (laughs) Selling him out immediately. I guess it's hard to know when to talk. That's the thing about the phone. You never know when to talk. And also I take I take long pauses as well. <sighs> Folks, we're going to go to another break. We're going to hear some ads. And then we're going to be right back to close out Advice by the Fireplace. So we'll be right back. 1690 C-J-L-O-A-M right after this. Thank you to the readers of Cult MTL for rating CJLO 1690 AM, the number one best radio station in 2022. Keep listening to CJLO 1690 AM for the best in music, programming, and more. Listen online at CJLO.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Tune in to Mo Read Mo Radio for some amazing jams from the worlds of Latin American rhythmic music. Saturdays at 5 p.m. only on CGL. Hello, friends. Do you enjoy sweet melodies gently caressing your ears like a summer breeze? 
then go elsewhere, because here at the Noisy Lot, we listen to nothing but the loudest, angriest, and heaviest music this side of the carry. Join me, your host, Oren Loft, as I take you through a ride of the heaviest and strangest bizarre assortments of music on CJLO 1690 AM. We're back. We're back already. CJLO 1690 AM. Advice by the fireplace. I'm your host, Dan Lila. We just had the incredible comedian Jared Rockwell on. Thank you for being here, Jared. Go see him live. Go go listen to him on tape. Those are the two ways, live and not live. Oh, you know what? Third thing, remember him after you've seen him. Go see him live. Record it. Listen to the recording afterwards. Stop listening to the recording. Then sit. Remember the recording. Those are the three ways to enjoy Jared. There's many more. You can shake his hand. You can give him a kiss. On the hand. Or you can... There's a third thing. I'm sure there is. That involves his hand. Give him a hand next time you see him. Folks, we're coming in for the close. There's only a little bit of time left in the show. And as we teased last week, oh my, (laughs) we got sponsors. That's right. Everyone said last, I said, we're going to listen to the, we're going to thank the sponsors. Oh, we don't have time. People wrote in. They were terrified. They said, we need to hear this. We need to hear these sponsors. That's what people said. Everyone's saying this. And I'm doing Trump hands right now. Everybody's saying this. Oh, God. Sorry. I said I'd never say that name ever again. I'm like Colbert. I don't say his name. And also, I got a big butt. Colbert. Famous big butt. Did you know that? Questlove. Large butt. Me? Tiny, tiny little butt. I could use a little, honestly. Got to go to the junkyard, bring back some junk for my trunk. I said junk. No, I'm too many. And I bit my tongue. All right, I'm spinning out. These sponsors, we're so excited. We couldn't do the show without the sponsors, you know? I'm here. I'm only one man, Dan Lila. But with the sponsors, we can make this show work. So I want to take a second to thank the sponsors. This episode of Advice by the Fireplace is brought to you by Subway. Subway. Eat fresh. Subway. This show is also brought to you by Home Depot. Home Depot. You can do it. We can help. Home Depot. Just a few more sponsors. This show is also sponsored by Werther's Originals. Werther's Originals. Where there's a will, there's a Werther's Originals. Werther's Originals. The show is also brought to you by Pizza Pizza. Pizza Pizza. You want a piece of pizza? How about a piece of pizza pizza pizza? Pizza Pizza. 
Thank you to the sponsors. We have a few more. We couldn't do the show without them. The show is also brought to you by Night Drooling. Night Drooling. You better hope you wake up first. Night Drooling. The show is also brought to you by Polyamory. Polyamory. We get it. You're sexy. Polyamory. And our main sponsor tonight. We couldn't do this show without our main sponsor. This show is brought to you by Matthew McConaughey's Lamp Emporium. Matthew McConaughey's Lamp Emporium. It's all light, all light, all light at Matthew McConaughey's Lamp Emporium. And those are the sponsors. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to each and every one of those sponsors. They each gave me a crisp $10 bill and a can of bubbly. I don't know why they didn't give me their own products. Just a bubbly each. That's quite a few bubblies. Quite a few bubblies. One of my, uh, on the Lawrence Welk show. <laughs> that was for our listeners over the age of 60. Speaking of, why hasn't your grandson called you? Speaking of, why hasn't your grandson called you? You can always call in to this show. I hope you know that. We want you to call in. That number is an incredible number. (laughs) I'm looking for it right now. I think the number that you can call, and I'm sorry, I'm going to have my friend Mike Issues make a sound here. Yep, sorry about that. You know what, I'll get the number later. But you can always write in at advicebythefireplace at gmail.com and you send in your advice letters. I want to I hear from you, our loyal listeners. Do you have a problem that you want aired out for the world on the radio and on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you get your casts? Where I get my casts? The doctor's office. When I fell off my bunk bed, right onto a rake that then, ta-tunk, right in my face. I had to get a cast that was very thin and went all along my body in the shape of a rake. That was a weird cast. It was odd to have people sign it. They had to just draw one line. It's very thin. You ever tried to draw on a rake? Hey. Have you? Like, I know we like to have fun here, but sincerely, have you ever tried to? Okay, that's enough. Folks, I think the number that you can call in is 514-940-3095. That number again, 514-940-3095. This is the number to call in. Not now. I won't answer. In fact, I'll, I'll write down your number. I'll call you when you don't want when you don't want it. <laughs> no, I would love it if you called in, but we're coming to a close here. Next week, feel free to call in. That number again, 
Call in Wednesdays from 5 to 6 p.m. CJLO 1690. And we'll, we'll talk to you online. We'll talk to you on the telephone. Folks, we only have a two... We only have a two minutes left. And I want to take a second to thank our incredible list of people we thank every week. Including Allison, Christopher, everybody at CJLO for letting us do this. I don't know why they do it. They could let anyone into this radio station, but they let me. And I'll ever... I've really lost my ability to speak. I will forever be grateful, is what I was going to say. And speaking of forever grateful, I want to take a second to thank Corey Gandall for his incredible theme music. We play it each and every week, and I am grateful for it each and every week. I love him. I hope he's listening. And finally, I want to thank each and every one of you, our loyal listeners, for tuning in. There is no show without an audience. Oh, there is, actually. Because I don't know who's listening. CJLO won't give me the data. I say, please, I know you keep track of every listener. Oh, you didn't know that? Oh, they're following you. If you're listening to this, we got you. We got your cards. We got your info. But we're benevolent. We're not going to do anything with it. It's just to know. Because knowing is half the battle. And the other half of the battle is uh, like like a, like a fight. Like actual fighting. A, a real battle. With cannons and guns. Oh, I don't like to say it. Let's go back to cannons. Folks, thanks to Jared Rockwell one more time. We're going to be back next week with an all-new guest. As far as I'm concerned, we're three for three. These guests, they're some of the best in the city. If you have a suggestion of who to have on the show, I'd like to hear it. Write in. I'll say it again. Advice by the fireplace at gmail.com. Do it. Do it to it. You know what? Screw it. Do it. But don't overdo it. We got two minutes left. I did all my thank yous. We're going to be back next week. Oh, I do want to say this. We are celebrating August in Blue later this month at Advice by by the Fireplace. So we're going to have a special blues and jazz themed episode. That's very exciting. I can't wait for that. I'm going to try to have an actual blues or jazz musician on. Ask them some jazz advice questions. I don't know if that exists. I'll go to um, whatsthatjazz.com. I think they have a section where they have jazz questions answered. You know, how do I do this? How do I, how do I play an A? How do I get a groove? I'm the right person to host this jazz show. I I guess my favorite jazz song, the cantina theme from Star Wars, if you must know. Maybe I'll try to get them on. The 
noodling bogs. What are they called? Noodle, noodle Jeff, noodle Jeff. Well, George Lucas, my God. When's his next epic? I thought he was going to make these little personal movies. He's done nothing but grow his neck. <laughs> yeah, that beard is covering it, George. Ouch, claws out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get very mean at the end. I'm a little, I got to drink some water. Folks, this has been Advice by the Fireplace. I've been Dan Lila. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Have a wonderful night. Have an even better day. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Caring is sharing Your heart's desires In conversations by the fire With Dan Lila Karen We'll see you next time.